some of the things that I really hate about the fitness industry are that it's supposed to be promoting health for people, but quite often I see that it's diminishing women's self-confidence and um, their ability to make decisions on how they're going to uh, achieve their fitness goals themselves uh, in a way that suits their life. So I'm getting lots of women coming to me confused, uh, lacking confidence and just um, wondering where they should turn or if, if it's even worth it. So I do feel that the industry has in some ways um, excluded people from becoming healthier in some of the methods that people have employed and just the, the old ways of doing things, I suppose. So I'm really interested in how I can change that, change people's perspective on what fitness is, how they can be a part of that, how they can include it in their life and, um, and know that they've got the ability to decide how they're going to do things themselves. Some of the things that do annoy me or the methods that people will use are things like cutting out food groups. Um, it's not necessary to do that. Um, overtraining, overexercising, definitely unsustainable for pretty much everyone that I've seen try to lose uh, fat, body fat or change their body that way or get fit. Um, buying products that aren't necessary uh, to support the process of fat loss um, and putting all of your hope into these products that are really quite expensive and actually don't do the heavy lifting when it comes to your fat loss. Sometimes they are helpful, most cases they're not. And if someone is trying to sell you, um, sell you results or sell you a plan based on uh, one product or one method only, I would run the other way. That is a red flag. The principles behind fat loss and fitness, then they can apply those principles in any way that works for them instead of trying to find a new method all the time. Overly restricting yourself or putting in place um, plans, fitness plans or um, following someone else's plan in particular, I would say that's probably the number one failure that uh, people have before they come to me. Um, trying to fit yourself into someone else's process, I guess. And again, if someone is, if, if you're asking someone for help with your fat loss and your fitness, and they're selling you the exact same method that they're using for all of their clients. So it's a, a bit of a cookie cutter thing. You see a lot of these online, or even with coaches that maybe or uh, trainers that maybe are not very well experienced or they chose one particular method that worked for them personally and they then decide that's the method that they're going to use for all of their clients if somebody is telling you that there is only one way of doing things or one way of achieving your goals run the other way that is a red flag for example cutting out all carbohydrates or any type of food um, only eating clean hours and hours of cardio following a diet plan, like just, just following, following only one way of doing things that you can't deviate from. So you then can't go out with your friends. You can't socialize because you've got to stick exactly to the plan or you've been made to feel like you have to stick exactly to the plan. Otherwise it's not going to work. It wasn't 
diagnose that this person's method uh, of choosing to go keto, and I don't think they were actually keto, to be honest, but it was their interpretation of keto, um, landed them in hospital. So if you're talking about people doing extreme methods that are not necessary for fat loss, they have potential to do damage to people's health. And in this instance, this person got hospitalized. Um, that's quite serious. They actually ended up having surgery. In my opinion, that's a really extreme example of the ramifications of uh, following misguided dietary methods. I'm constantly having women come to me and tell me that they must be eating too many carbohydrates to be able to lose body fat. And that's just not true. And once they understand the principles that I've taught them, they know that they don't have to restrict themselves in this way and be miserable and not enjoy the foods that they like. So I get really fed up with having to undo that misconception around diet no food is good or bad. It all comes down to how you use it. And it's your choice. You could eat all carbohydrates and still lose body fat. There is nothing wrong with carbohydrates, but we can use them in different ways, certainly, um, to support your goals. But that's very individual, very individual. So summertime, I'm constantly dealing with women coming to me and telling me that they just can't do the amount of exercise required to reach their goals and again there's lots of ways to go to there's many ways to skin a cat you it's not one size fits all you don't have to work out for hours and hours to get to your goals there is no one size fits all it's what works for you and your lifestyle everyone has a different lifestyle conflicting priorities and what I love to do is help people find a way that works for them so that they can achieve results without feeling like they're having to give up hours and hours of time with their family, um, sweating out, doing workouts they don't even like, um, restricting their food down so they can't even go out and socialize with their friends. It's just not necessary. So most of the clients that I deal with, all of the clients that I deal with, whether they have children or not, are uh, juggling life, they're juggling the demands of their job, being asked to work back late, being asked to attend lots of meetings. Still, after lockdown, I can't believe that we're still seeing this. When people worked from home perfectly fine during lockdown, they've now gone back to work and I'm finding that they're still being asked to work long hours that don't allow them to get up from their desk, don't allow them to attend a class at the times that they're on an Bear in mind, we have 20 classes a week on here, 20 times, and we're in a small town. Uh, it's really concerning to me that people's jobs are demanding so much of them. And then they go home and they've got their family commitments. They're trying to uh, cook healthy meals. They're trying to take the kids to sports and other activities as well. If they do have kids, they might have pets they've got to deal with that are like their children, which is fantastic. Um, and just trying to keep up with friends and family, I guess. It's that constant juggle that everybody is familiar with. And I guess my passion is really trying to make sure that these people can still 
do the things that they need to do to get where they want to be without it taking up too much of their time. Um, I'm really passionate about that because I never want to make anyone feel like they have to come here for hours and hours just to start feeling good, um, reach their goal weight or their goal size. Um, it's, it's not necessary, um, but we do need to look at, at ways we can um, incorporate fitness into your life realistically. Welcome to the Get Fit AF with Angie Fraser podcast, a fitness channel with a difference. We aim to challenge traditional views on fitness and what it means to be fit AF. We cover real questions from real people, including my clients and friends, chat with inspiring and passionate people, and maybe the odd rant along the way. Join us to get fit AF without the bullshit. 